Just one submission on LPT in seven years. Article by Suzanne Pender. In seven years, Carlow County Council has received just one submission from the public in relation to local property tax, the LPT. The surprising admission was made at a special LPT meeting of Carlow County Council held recently, where councillors agreed that the rate of LPT is to remain unchanged from 2021. Effectively, this is a 5% increase on the LPT base rate, resulting in an additional income of €201,965, which councillors called to be ring-fenced for frontline community services and supports. Council officials had sought a 15% increase in LPT, which would have resulted in additional income of €608,000, or an increase of about €24 for each household in County Carlow. The Council currently receives €6.1 million from central government, which includes €4 million from LPT and €2.1 million from the LPT Equalisation Fund. County Carlow's allocation under the Equalisation Fund has been heavily criticised locally with suggestions that the county does not receive the same level of funding as other similar size counties. At the recent meeting, Director of Finance Pat Delaney outlined the precarious position of the council's finances, with a deficit of €2.99 million already indicated in the council's draft budget for 2022. He added that €2.1 million related to a shortfall expected in commercial rates for 2022, adding that this was taking an optimistic view of the recovery that local businesses will experience next year. We are facing into another challenging year with the legacy of COVID-19 and the uncertainty of the recovery of commercial rates, said Mr Delaney, adding that the Council did not wish to have to consider a reduction in services. He stated that the Council therefore recommends the LPT vary by 15%, leading to an increase in Council revenue of €608,000. Councillor John Casson remarked that the Equalisation Fund doesn't make sense, adding that without sufficient support from central government, despite their best efforts, Council officials were doing budgets on a wing and a prayer. Mr Delaney rejected this but accepted that in preparation of a budget, judgment calls had to be made. Councillor Adrian Wallace objected to the LPT increase. The reality is we don't know what's ahead of us and yet here we are provided with a set of facts and figures, she argued. Stop coming after hard-working families. This is deeply unfair, coming after people who are struggling, she said adding, for starters, that vulture funds were not taxed fairly. Councillor Wallace suggested a 15% decrease in LPT and to organise a special meeting to work through where else we can get the money to provide services. Councillor William Patton described the entire budget process as nonsensical, adding that the council was expected to make decisions months in advance of knowing what funding central government would give or what commercial rates would be. There are a lot of questions to be answered here, but at the root of it is that central government have been starving local government of funding for at least a decade, added Councillor Patton. Mr Delaney stated that the budgetary process was as per a circular issued by the department, 
but accepted it would be more satisfactory to deal with LPT at the budget meeting as they did with commercial rates. Councillor Andrea Dalton questioned Councillor Wallace's proposal of a 15% cut, which would yield a reduction in the council's finances of €800,000. I'd ask Councillor Wallace of the €800,000 out of our annual budget what cuts she would like to realise, said Councillor Dalton. She urged Councillor Wallace to be real with people, adding that Councillor Wallace was continually calling for action and bringing various motions to council that cost money, yet was now asking for an 800,000 reduction in their budget. Councillor Dalton then proposed that the rate of LPT remained unchanged for 2021 and that the €201,965 yielded from this be ring-fenced for frontline community services and supports. The motion was seconded by Councillor Fergal Brown. Councillor Charlie Murphy insisted that this could not be seen as an increase, pointing out that the public will pay the same LPT in 2022 as they did in 2021 and 2020. He also issued a word of caution about calls to tax the wealthy. If you're someone with a decent house and a good job, remember that taxing the wealthy just might be you, said Councillor Murphy. Councillor Casson questioned the proposal, asking, is that an increase or not? Remarking that if there was €201,965 more in the budget as a result, then it's an increase. We are elected as councillors to make decisions and to do the right thing for the people who elected us. I would encourage the public to make submissions, given that there has only been one in seven years, remarked Councillor Brian O'Donoghue. People can play politics and make statements to further their own careers or try to get into the doyle, but we need to do what we are elected to do and make important and difficult decisions for the people who elected us, added Councillor O'Donoghue. Councillor Dalton's proposal that LPT remain at 2021 levels was then put to the chamber by roll call vote and supported by 16 members with councillors Wallace and Casson voting against. Two outdoor projects to share €90,000 funding, article by Suzanne Pender. Two local communities have benefited to the tune of €90,000 in funding for outdoor amenity projects. As part of funding under the CLAW programme, €45,000 has been allocated to the installation of an astroturf playing pitch at St Michael's in St Mullins Parish. This will include site preparation, enclosed by railings and a net, along with two entry and exit points and landscaping work to finish off around the perimeter. In Ballymurphy, €44,963 has been allocated to St Patrick's National School to upgrade play facilities in the school grounds, to resurface the junior yard area, along with the addition of play equipment in the yard. Fianna Fáil TD for Carlo, Jennifer Murnane O'Connor, welcomed funding of nearly €90,000 for two projects to help develop outdoor amenities. These facilities are especially important now in these outdoor times. This allocation in both of these rural locations will make a massive difference for all in the school communities, she said. The funding comes under the Department of Rural and Community Development's CLAR programme, which is a key part of Our Rural Future, 
the government's five-year strategy to revitalise our rural towns and villages, added Deputy Murnane O'Connor. €15,000 boost for energy plan for Bagnallstown, article by Suzanne Pender. Bagnallstown Improvement Group, BIG, is leading the way in terms of sustainability for the Bagnallstown community, and this week it received a funding boost to support this work. The Bagnallstown Sustainable Energy Community Network, that's BSCEN, which is affiliated to Bagnallstown Improvement Group, has received a €15,000 grant from SEAI to develop an Energy Management Plan, EMP, for the town. The fund will be used to contract an energy management consultant who will design an EMP for Bagnallstown. The consultant will engage with all sectors of the community when designing the plan. The EMP will then be presented to the community. BSCEN Chairperson Willie Murphy welcomed the announcement, saying it was a great opportunity for Bagnallstown people to become more energy conscious, while also availing of the many incentives for energy conservation. BSCEN Secretary Liam O'Brien explained that the aim of the process and the EMP was to engage and enable the community in sustainable energy practices for the future. The County Carlow Development Partnership played a crucial role in obtaining the grant by providing the bridging capital for the project. County mentor Marina da Costa was instrumental in the application process. Anyone with an interest in sustainability and the environment is welcome to join the BSCEN. Please contact Bagnallstown Improvement Group or a committee member. Man appears in Carlow Court on murder charge. Article by Suzanne Pender. A man appeared in Carlow District Court charged with the murder of County Wexford teenager Conor O'Brien last week and a number of gun offences. Earl McEvitt, aged 50, of Avondale Park, Blanchardstown, Dublin, 15, appeared before Judge Geraldine Carthy at Carlow District Court on Friday. He was charged with murdering the 19-year-old on Thursday or Friday, the 26th or 27th of August, at Trim Road, Enfield, County Meath. The defendant is also charged with a number of offences alleged to have been committed on Tuesday the 31st of August at the Talbot Hotel Grey Cullen Carlow, including possession of a semi-automatic pistol, ammunition and a knife. Detective Ian Roach of Carlow Garda Station told Judge Carthy the ammunition charge related to six rounds of ammunition. Mr O'Brien was originally from Gorey, County Wexford, but in recent months had been living at a property in Enfield owned by a family member. His remains were found on the driveway of the property on Friday morning the 27th of August. Garthy suspect he was fatally shot the previous evening. The teenager had been due to start a blacksmith apprenticeship in Limerick and was set to move there last weekend. Judge Carthy remanded Mr McEvitt in custody to appear before Clover Hill District Court by video link next Friday. A request for legal aid and medical treatment for the accused man made to the court by his solicitor was granted by the judge. Crime Reports by Elizabeth Lee Gates stolen in Tullow and Bagnallstown Garthy and Bagnallstown are investigating a break-in at a farmyard in Ballinree between 9pm last Wednesday and 9am last Thursday morning. 
A number of steel gates and a generator were taken from a shed, along with two horse feeders. Anyone with any information is asked to contact the Garthi in Bagnallstown. Garthi in Tullow received a report about the theft of two farm gates from a field in the Kilcool area between 9pm on Sunday and 8am on Thursday. The gates were taken from their hinges at the entrance to a field. Anyone who noticed anything suspicious in the area is asked to contact Tullogar the station. Drugs seized in Carlow Town Garthi in Carlow seized almost €3,000 worth of cannabis in two separate incidents in the town in recent days. Members of the drugs unit observed the occupants of a car acting in a suspicious manner. When the detectives searched the occupants, they uncovered €900 worth of cannabis. A teenager was arrested at the scene and charged to appear at Carlow District Court at a later date. In the second incident, Gardaí, assisted by the drugs unit, searched a car in Carlow Town, resulting in the seizure of €2,000 worth of cannabis herb and other paraphernalia consistent with the sale and supply of drugs. Investigations are ongoing.